or to hear your word of God. Let the precision of your word, clarity of your word, be given to us today. Take away every level of ambiguity that we may understand every word exactly without any alteration or deviation. Let the absoluteness and the intactness of your word be given to us just as you have planned for us today. I pray, O oh God, that let the bears fly not take away that which you are sowing today. Let the tongues not choke what have been given to us today. But may everyone under the sound of my voice be like the seed that fell on the fertile ground that we will bear fruit. Because in the fruit, our identity shall be revealed. We give a glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to thank God for flores. That was a powerful, that was a preaching on its own. For us to hear such a position, say the bigger picture. Come on, say to your neighbor the bigger picture. Your problem is you are too myopic. You are too small in your thinking. God has got a bigger picture for you. Ah, this is a whole preaching. God bless you. We are blessed by this. Amen. So anything you are going through, just look at what? The bigger picture. He's got a bigger picture. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 21. I just want to praise you. Father, we thank you. Matthew chapter 21, verse 1 to 5. And this was in the latter part of the ministry of Jesus. And the Bible said that they call it the triumphant entry of Jesus. Praise God. There is a noise coming from somewhere. Amen. Praise God. In Matthew chapter 21, verse 1 to 5, the Bible said, and I read, Praise God. Amen. I hope the noise is gone. In Matthew chapter 21, verse 1 to 5. The only problem, where the noise go, then I can't hear myself much. But it's all right. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the town of Bethphage. On the Mount of Holy, Jesus sent two of them ahead. Go into the village over there, and he said, as soon as you enter it, you will find a donkey tied there with his coat beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks you, what 
you are doing, just say, the Lord needs them and he will immediately let you take them. The verse number four, which I'll be dwelling on today, it said, these took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, tell the people of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He's humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's coat. Amen. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, neighbor, just do it. Come on, say, neighbor, just do it. Uh, I want I want to touch I said this Jenny last week and I want you to understand that the story is is one of the most profound stories in the scriptures that Jesus might have put the disciples into a, a time of confusion because when you read most of the stories uh, sometimes we look at the text that the people that Jesus was, were, was dealing with were not ordinary men. They, we, we sort of think that they are, uh, they are not like people like us because we, we tend to look at them from a super perspective, but they are ordinary men just like you and I. Now Jesus is sending them to a place for them to come to the realization Jesus is saying to the people that I know your mindset. I know your mindset. I know what you are capable of doing. But Jesus is sending some people to go and untie what was not theirs. Jesus was sending somebody. He wasn't even. Look at the text carefully. The Bible said that he sent them ahead, which means that he wasn't going with them. If he was going with them, it would have been easier because he would answer for himself. The problem is that we have been given an instruction on this earth in an excellent vessel, but we are being told to do something spiritual that was given by a spirit God. Now the text said, I want you to go ahead of me and I am not going because when he goes with you, he takes away all fearness. He takes away every level of fear or anxiety from your life. But this time he's not going with you, but he's telling you, I want you to go ahead of me. Now he didn't send an individual, he sent two, which means there was a witness. The witness over here is talking about the certainty and the assurance of the word of God he's given to you. You know what he said. There is a confidence in this word because he has said exactly the reason why he was walking. He sent two of them to mean to witness, which means that he doesn't want them to be wavering. He doesn't want them to be double-minded because James said a double-minded person will not be able to receive anything from God. Therefore, they received the certainty of what God, Jesus, told them. But he said, go on ahead. Has anybody been given a message in their life where they were told to go ahead? <laughs> it's sometimes scary. 
I told you last week that the only way you can walk with somebody is the confidence of walking with somebody is in the premise of trust. And I said the premise of trust is built in understanding. If you understand somebody, it is easy to trust the person. The Bible said in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6, It's a trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. Come on, say somebody, submit. Submit to him and he will make. Ah, I like this one. This one I can preach on it. He will make. Somebody say make. Some of us, if we don't know how to make cake, it is not something you go to the kitchen and it comes by itself. You have to go through a sequential process. God said, I don't see. When you enter there, I like cake. When you want to prepare cake, there is an apportionment that you have to apportion each of the ingredients. And your inability to appropriate it precisely, the cake will come out. There was a cake I saw and I never knew that some cake can be hard until I saw somebody who couldn't apportion the ingredient correctly. Some cake can be hard like a stone. Praise God. But if your life has been buying stuff from the supermarket, they don't put the, the, not the one that goes through error on the, on, the, on the shelf. And that is why some of you, you are carrying your life as if every time you see the life of people whose life has been beautified, you don't know what they have gone through to come this far. Some of us, you see today, we have gone through turbulent time and seasons in our life. But his grace has been sufficient for us. And as we stand here, we become a testament of what God can do. I said the text that we read, Jesus sent us to, to go and get something. And I told you last week, he said, I want you to bring the, the donkey to me. That have been tied, and I told you that the, if it has been tied, it is an indication that it belongs to somebody. Praise God. It, if it has been tied, it means it belongs to somebody. And Jesus was telling them to untie it. And I told you last week that even though they were sent, I want you to look at them from the point of your own self. How many things have the Lord commanded you to do that when you look at the systems of this world, you will say it is impossible. But all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. Our sister, when she said the the discipleship class, she emphasized on the point that uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth, regardless of what God was giving them their heart desire, they were still connected to service. And that is something you have to take home today. Amen. I told you last week also that finding was in the going. And the going was in their obedience. And I want you to understand that it is not something that could be related to sensually. Because they were going to something that was nonsense. And I told you, if you have decided to follow God, you have to master the nonsense. 
that which may not make sense to the carnal mind. The Bible said that, but unto us it is the strength of our gospel. The gospel to them that are perishing is foolishness, but unto us it is the strength of our future. The spirit of obedience is a key factor. And I told you that when you are walking with somebody, you have to understand the person in order to trust the person. And I told you last week that when you are walking with God, you have to understand that you don't always understand him when he instructs you. If you come to the realization and understand that there are times he will tell you to do things that may not make sense, it doesn't mean that it is not sensible in heaven. The third point I stress about is the spirit of obedience. Say the spirit of obedience. And I emphasize on the fact that Jesus was instructed. And if it had not been the spirit of obedience. Listen. If the, the glory of God is embedded in obedience. Without obedience there is no glory of God. And I also emphasize the fact divine location of what belongs to you has been embedded in an instruction. Whatever God has promised you, you will manifest it by obeying an instruction. Praise God. I want to just rush through quickly. Say to your neighbor, obey. Say to your neighbor, obey. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 11 to 12. It said, Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your, accomp- accomp- uh, by your completion of it, according to your means. For if the willingness is there, be with me. If the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. What, what one doesn't have. Be with me here. We are living in a world where what shouldn't be has become the norm. I don't know how you will understand this, but I want you to understand that if you want to walk with God, it may sometimes not be palatable. It may not sometimes be pleasant. It may not sometimes come with so much confidence. The Bible said they were sent to go and bring the donkeys. But I told you that the difficulty was on their going. When they were going, if anybody should talk to them and ask them where they were going, it would be meaningless. The Bible said that if you are willing, if the willingness is there, the gift is is acceptable according to what one has. The gift of trying to obey God is what one must understand. That if you have the willingness to obey God, when you want to obey God, it's me. Anybody who wants to obey God is somebody who has neglected other alternatives and have stuck with God. And most of the time, those alternatives could be more meaningful, could be more, could be more related to sensually. But when God gives you instruction, Precious one, if you have a will, somebody said, where there is a will, there is a way. And I want you to understand that before you can find, you have to be determined to seek. Come on, tell somebody you have to seek. 
anybody who wants to seek, the Bible said in the book of Matthew chapter 7, it says, if you remain in seeking, it said, I give you the assurance you will find. I like what our sister said in the discipleship class. She said, when do we stop? We stop when we achieve it. We stop when we activate it. We stop. The Bible said that Daniel prayed and the answer was released. But he did not stop because he had not yet received it. The Bible said when the angel appeared and said, when the answer was released to you the day you prayed and seek the face of God. Most of the time, one must understand this. That God is a God who is a sower. God is a God who believes in sowing. God is a God who believes in harvest. But he also wants you to understand that whatever you can harvest, it takes time for it to grow. And if you are not patient enough, you will not see the glory of God in what he has called you to do. But I pray today over your life, the willingness to obey God, the willingness not to be deterred, the willingness not to be disappointed, the willingness not to back out in the things that God has called you. But you will go and believe what he has said to you. You will manifest the glory of God in your life because God is placing willingness in your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, I want you to win. Precious one, we are not willing in our generation. Why? Because uh, we don't have the desire. We don't have the longingness. Uh, and uh, some of you think that it is only prayer that comes when you pray to God verbally. There are some things, uh, our sister said, what happens when you can utter what you have to tell God? God sometimes sees that we don't have the fluency and the words to express what we are going through. That is why he said, I will grant you the desire of your heart. Precious one, when you get to a point where you can pray, make sure your desire is intact. Your confidence is God is intact. And as you begin to ponder over it in your heart, and you don't have the words to express it like Hannah, the Bible said, God shall grant you the desires of your heart. Come on, tell somebody the desires of my heart will come to pass. All this nonsense look so senseless. They were sent to go and untie. When they look at the systems around the world, they will not be able to have this coat. But my Bible said that they believe in Jesus. Come on, somebody believe in Jesus. Oh, the Bible said that when they believe in Jesus, they manifest the glory of God. As I said to you today, I want to dwell primarily on verse number four. Verse number four. It said, This took place to fulfill the word. Come on, put it on the screen. It said, This took place to fulfill all prophecy. Now, the Bible said that there was a difficulty. I've already expressed to you that there was difficulty and so much reason, actually, that they would not be able to untie the coat. But the Bible said that it became possible not because they had something special, but because of the prophecy. Say prophecy. Now what is prophecy? Prophecy is the spoken word of God. The spoken word of God is that which made them be able to untie the coat. That which made it possible for the owner to release the donkey precious one the bible said that it became possible because of the prophecy that is why i am here to tell you whatever 
whatever is fighting your life whatever is raising up against your life whatever is contending against your children your marriage your finances i want you to over i want you to understand that you will overcome it because god has spoken the word concerning your life i don't know what is fighting against you i don't know how long it has been there but if you have received a word from god i want you to understand that it shall come to pass according to his word the bible said that a man who owns this donkey a man who has catered for this donkey could not stop the disciples not because he didn't need it not because it was not important for him but because there was a prophecy i came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice you are going to succeed this year not because the conditions of this year is so conducive to manifest what has been said to you but in spite of the disappointment in spite of the objections in spite of the envy in spite of the accusations god said i should tell somebody under the sound of my voice that it shall come to pass because god has spoken this word Oh, see, the Bible said uh, that he has practiced in Genesis chapter 1. Uh, the Bible said the earth was without form and void. Uh, and it said darkness was upon the face of the deep. Uh, but the Bible said Jesus said, let there be light. Uh, God said, let there be light. And the Bible said, uh, in spite of the negativity, in spite of the disputiness uh, of the earth, the Bible said it could not hold it. It could not bound it until the word of God was released. Uh, precious one, don't tell me your problem is big. Don't tell me your problem is humongous. Don't tell me your problem cannot be solved. Don't tell me your sickness cannot be healed. If your problem have an encounter with a word from God, it will disappear the same way it came. That is why God wants me to tell you. It's said the stone that the builders rejected when it was placed in the hands of God and he gave it back to the builders. The Bible said it didn't just become part of the building, but the Bible said it became came part of the cornerstone I prophesy upon your life today whatever God has promised you it shall come to pass because God said it tell your neighbor God said it Oh, creation had, had to obey the voice of God to fulfill prophecy. Uh, are you willing to obey God? Precious one, uh, your obedience will open door for you. Uh, you don't know what your obedience can provide for you. That is why you are walking in disobedience. Tell your neighbor, you don't know what your obedience will do for you. <laughs> Come up here with me. You don't know what your obedience will do for you. That is why you are sticking with disobedience. The Bible said that it doesn't make sense. When you walk with Jesus, you have to master. The first thing you have to master when you want to see the glory of God. Number one, you have to listen to the voice of God. You have to know what God is saying. And every word of God that he says, he has got a prescription of how you should conduct your life in order to materialize it. So the first point of encounter that manifests the glory of God, as the people saw in, the, in, in Jerusalem, the Bible said they had, and the Bible said they went, he gave the instruction to two people, which means that two disciples, which means that they had the authenticity of the word. 
precious one when what, what god tells you or what god told you doesn't make sense and sometimes it gets so difficult sometimes what i need is affirmation say to your neighbor affirmation when you get affirmation things begin to work for you i want you to understand that god's word is yea and amen i want you to understand these people were sent to something I, I, I don't know whether you get you understand it. Person, one, listen. These people were were sent to something that was impossible. They were sent to something that was impossible. That is why when you walk with God, when you are walking with God, He will put you on things that humanly it may look impossible. But the Bible said that they believe in what was said and they went. Praise the Lord. My Bible says, look at, look at how God is able to do what he does. My ba- you know some stories in the Bible. When you read it, sometimes you don't read the Bible as if it is a storybook or something. that is, It is an historic book that it, it, it wasn't related to human beings but super, supermen. No, the Bible says Elijah was a man with, with light passion like you and I. The Bible said that Moses was born in the dispensation where the king wanted all male child to die. But God allowed the mother of Moses to give birth to Moses and told her he's not going to die. And the Bible said in spite of every instruction that was given by the king, the Bible said that Moses was placed on the river, on the water. And believe you me, you may think that he survived because the mother was able to know how to cut the, the basket. But I promise you, in spite of maybe some errors the mom might have done in crafting the, or weaving the basket, my Bible said that it was not good enough to deter the word of God. The water, oh my God, the water was supposed to enter into the basket. I want you to graphic it and look at it. The water was supposed to enter into the basket for it to sink. But the water got an exposure to the fact that this one cannot die on the water because there is a prophecy concerning his life. The water that was supposed to enter did not enter because there was a word about Moses. Under normal circumstances, this one should have died. When you put, you don't know what your obedience can do for you. That is why you delight in disobedience. The Bible said that Moses was placed on the water. When you place something on water, you don't control where it goes. The water determines where it goes. That is when when somebody passes away or somebody falls into water, they have to check, uh, they have to stretch the search area and and set around everywhere because they are not so certain where the item will be my bible said that moses was supposed to drown look at it moses was not an adult he was a baby that talks about the vulnerability of moses he can't control himself my bible said the water didn't enter 
the maybe the wool, the cloth that were put inside was supposed to be soaked. They decided not to be soaked. No, not inside. They couldn't become soaked. Now Moses, the water is not entering. Now the cloth in the basket is not receiving water. Now God had to navigate this box, this basket right to a particular point where the recipient cannot kill it because there was a prophecy. Now this basket was controlled into the hands of something that was produced by the sayer of the... <laughs> this basket went to somebody whose father gave that instruction for all male child to be killed. Which means that if there was somebody to kill this boy, it should have been the daughter of the king. But the Bible said that the, the daughter of the king, because there was a prophecy on Moses, she delighted to keep this child. And the Bible said, somebody who should not have a child during the season, my Bible said that it went to the daughter of, of, of the king. And not only did she pick this one, uh, sometimes this under normal circumstance, this woman should have handed the baby to the soldiers to kill him. But because there was a prophecy concerning Moses, uh, she didn't look for soldiers, but she had to look for a nursing mother. The Bible said that the nursing mothers were scarce in the city because nobody was willing to come forward because if they get to know you are a nursing mother, they will know you have a child. And if they know you have a child, they will look for your child to make sure your child dies. Now this nursing mother could not keep herself, the mother of Moses could not keep herself away than to present herself. How can the mother of Moses present herself because she was a nursing mother? The Bible said that the sister of Moses had to follow. And if she was following, it means that she had an inclination about that baby. But because there was a prophecy about Moses, even though it was obvious that she knew something about the baby, she could not be killed, but she was sent to go and bring the mother. What am I saying today, precious one? The Bible said that Moses' story is the profound application of what the prophecy of God can do. My Bible said that he was fed and he grew up. And my Bible said that he wanted to save the Israelites. And my Bible said when he tried, he failed. And my Bible said the king sought to kill him. But the Bible said he traveled afar and left town. When he went to the wilderness, the voice of the Lord encountered him. When the voice of the Lord encountered him, God said, I want to send you back to where you came from. Our precious one, the reason why Moses could not be killed was that her life was supposed to leave to manifest the glory of God, to manifest a prophecy. And my Bible said that when he grew up, it thought he, it, it, he was so skillful. It thought it was because of his ability to be able to survive. That is why he survived. When he went to the wilderness, my Bible said that he was supposed supposed to die there but he encountered grace received the promises of God and came back and the Bible said he was sent back to a place he was wanted he was wanted in Egypt but Egypt could not kill him why? because he carries a prophecy how many of you carries a prophecy in the house? 
<laughs> I do, I, how many of you have got the word of God in you? When the coronavirus, let me see hands up. How many of you have got the word? You know God has given back to a word in your spirit. You, how can you be scared of coronavirus? When God has given you a promise, you can't live in this world with fear. Precious one, carry your life with the certainty that you know that God has spoken the word. If the water could not kill Moses, if the king could not kill Moses, if the search soldiers could not identify Moses to kill him, then I want you to know that whatever God has said concerning your life, it shall preserve your life in the name of Jesus. I said it shall preserve your life in the name of Jesus. Our precious one, I've told you many times. When you read your scriptures, you will see this. Look at the life of Moses. Look at the life of Moses, which I've spoken about. You can also look at the life of David in the face of Goliath. And the Bible said that this man was so huge. He has got five, six finger toes. He has got two, six finger fingernails. Yeah, everything about him was abnormal but the bible said this little boy had to kill him he didn't kill him because he was strong he killed him because there was a prophecy about his life i am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice what goliath have stood in front of you what challenge is standing in front of you if you have got the word of god in you and you decide to obey the voice of god that i've been given to you i prophesy upon your life that you will hold the tangibility of the promise of God. It doesn't matter what man says against you. It doesn't matter how long it has delayed. If God could make it possible for them to have the donkey then I promise you your promise will come to pass. All you need to do is just obey. The problem is that we begin to compare ourselves with others. The problem is that we worry too much. It's a looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross the reason why he endured the cross is because there was something he can see precious one if you can obey god you will see the other side of god he said is there anything too hard for me he said open your mouth wide and i will fill it the rivers could not stop moses the bible said he got to the bank of the river everybody got there they got stuck but the water paved for Moses because he carries a prophetic word. I prophesy upon your life today. Whatever stop anybody in your family, it shall not stop you because you are different. Whatever stop your generation and the generation that has passed by, in your time you will carry a miracle. Come and say to your neighbor, you will carry a miracle. I don't know what is trying to stop you. The economy of this country cannot stop the supply of God because we are earthly vessels but we are our supply is not of this world we are of the heavenly world if you believe in God is that he will supply all your need according to his riches come on say to your neighbor God is rich look at the face of your neighbor the problem is that you don't know what obedience will do for you Tell your neighbor, obey. It may not make sense, obey. <laughs> I love it. It said, 
in the verse number 28. And he went and lived in the town of Nazareth. So was fulfilled that which was said through the prophet. And he would be called a Nazareth. Prophecy manifested in the life of Jesus. If you live your life outside the word of God, precious one. <laughs> assuming, as I finish, assuming these folks, instead of going to untie donkeys, they went to untie monkeys. Instead of they were told to go and untie donkeys, they went to fish. They went for fishing. Do you think they will succeed? The problem is, I don't know, I don't know. But God is a faithful God. There are times the storm even tried to stop Jesus. But Jesus had to let the storm know that I am different. Precious Lord, I want you to understand, you want to trust God. You want to just obey God. Just, just obey. It is not difficult. Listen, he said you cannot give what you don't have. When, if God, he said I will not give you what is above you. He said one will not be tempted that which is above their standard. But the Bible said that everything that we go through, he has made a way of escape. Which means that when God wants you to give him obedience, it means you have it. Just do it. That is the, the, the Bible said the disciples have told the whole night. The word whole night is a sign that they've exhausted the, the sea. But the Bible said when Jesus finished preaching, he said, show the night. Your problem is that we have, listen, we have been encompassed by so many people who delight in walking in disobedience. Therefore, we are finding it difficult to walk in obedience because we will look strange. As I bring this message to a close, God wants me to tell you today that let nothing take you out of His word. You are worrying so much, you are betting yourself so much. He said, Is there anything too hard for me? Just just he said, He's asking you today. He said, Is there anything too hard? Whatever God is asking you to do, just do it. The widow of Zarephath had to obey God and she became the supplier of food in the days of famine. You don't know the other side of obedience. You've not encountered it yet. You have taken constancy and regularity and permanency in disobedience. So you have not seen the other side. There is another side that is so beautiful. Just obey. The impossible shall become possible. In the midst of the coronavirus, people are losing their job. But you have to remember, there are some people who are having jobs and they are abandoning it. If you choose to go with them. The Bible said when there was darkness in Egypt, there was a place, the other side of obedience was there was light in Goshen. You want to stand on your feet right now. Our sister from the start of the service brought about the fact that we have to obey God. Precious one, it is not easy to obey God. If somebody told you it was easy, it is a lie. It is a hard place. 
you will be stigmatized you will be gossiped people will gossip against your life people will misrepresent you but if you remain in God the donkey he told you you will have nothing will stop it in your hand thank you Jesus I want you to pray and say father help me to obey you even though sometimes it doesn't make sense give me the strength to hold on on your word that I may obey it begin to pray somebody I pray in the name of Jesus father give me the strength to obey you give let me say this to you please the Holy Spirit was not given to you for you to just speak in tongues the reason why the Holy Spirit was given to us is to help us to obey God you want to pray that Holy Spirit help me help me to obey him the Bible saying Gethsemane Jesus wanted to give up but he was strengthened by the Spirit of God I want you to pray to say father strengthen me strengthen me not to walk in disobedience give me the grace to just do it do what you have told me to do begin to pray somebody I pray in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus father give me the strength father I pray today whatever mindset whatever has encompassed our lives that is making us to disobey us to be or disobey you I pray today that renew our mind I pray today take us from the place of disobedience which is the place of our sensual connection relocate us to the place of the spirit that we will remain in you that in spite of the difficulties and challenge in picking and walking with what you have instructed us in the environment in which we find ourselves give us strength give us strength give us strength give our children strength to not to walk in disobedience but to walk in the place of obedience that they may receive the blessings that comes with it i bless you and i thank you in jesus mighty name amen